So I'm here with Lavish Barber Studio. One of the guys that works here is actually my brother. Um, so let me just get you guys to introduce yourselves and let me know um, how you guys got into cutting hair or into the barber world. So my name is Tino. I'm 20 years old. I'm the owner of Lavish Barber Studio. Um, I got into cutting hair by just messing around, cutting my brother's hair for fun. I started with Walmart clippers I, I got when I was just walking there grocery shopping. And then I just started teaching myself off of YouTube. My name is Rydell Garcia and uh, I became a barber because I just grew interest in uh, seeing Tino evolve. I mean, seeing him develop as a barber was just kind of inspirational and uh, I thought, you know, if he can do it, anyone can do it. You know, starting off with Walmart Clippers, if he can do it. So I don't know, I just saw him grow during high school. He used to cut, uh, he used to cut our hair and stuff. So just watching him grow was really cool and, uh, you know, just yeah. thought I'd be a part of it following trends yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm taxi fades and uh, I actually before I used to play soccer in England got an injury and then didn't know what I wanted to do and then Tino hit me up and said let's start cutting hair and open something and then since then I was just like I kind of fell in love with the art and did it I used to do custom shoes and then this is like an art so I I felt like I liked it just as much as the shoes so I got into it and then uh, since then, we've just been going at it. Uh, my name is uh, Ethan Campos, and uh, I'm the part owner of Lavish Barber Studio. Um, <laughs> the way I got into uh, cutting hair was, I guess, Tino just fucked up my hair once. Right? <laughs> Mom said, always, uh, if you can't, can't do anything right, do it yourself, right? So that's just kind of how it came about. And But to be honest, I just I uh, like meeting new people and learning new shit, so it's just... Uh, it's a fun way to work. Let me tell you a bit about Rydell. So obviously Rydell's my brother. I've known him for 20 years. So I had no idea Rydell wanted to cut hair. Rydell, I knew like Rydell was interested in music. I know like he wanted to be a DJ. I knew he wanted to like produce like film videos. And um, I remember he got into the restoration um, company with my brother and he I guess hated it because I remember he was telling my brother you know I don't like it anymore I want to cut hair so he went to my mom and he's like mom I quit my job and my mom was pissed she's like you got a good a good paying job why would you do that and to be a barber like how are you gonna do this all during COVID too so like you go from like making good money during COVID. So you have something stable to like pursuing this dream that no one even knew about. <laughs> and then my brother was like defending him and like standing up like, yo, if you want to like pursue your dreams, then just do it. Like just fucking do it. Like if it's gonna, if you really want it to work, it will work. So, you know, I admire him for that. So were you guys all mentored by Tino? And do you guys have any other creative things that you do on the side? I got into cutting hair, just like seeing it online and watching videos that had an interest in it. And I always used to try and line myself up during high school and mess up my stuff pretty it's bad. It's cheaper that way, right? It is cheaper. And um, yeah, I always looked up to the guys that I used to go to. Like I went to uh, Miami Fades when I was younger and then they ended up getting a job there at first. It's not a shout out for Miami Fates. No. <laughs> but I met one of my closest friends there. His name's Arky. And then from there, I just I learned a lot of stuff. So. Shout out Arky. Shout, shout out Arky. Arky. Man. Shout out Arky. 
Um, yeah, kind of like what Tino said, I used to always uh, see videos on Instagram and my social media and stuff. So that's kind of always uh, kind of helped me uh, just become want to become a barber more. And um, my other I, I'm always into music and I'm still into that, you know, videography and stuff like that. So I always have a, you know, a place for that. I mean, just being into that, I thought barbering would be a, another way to show my artistic self. And, um, yeah, I thought it was a good, a uh, good change. So I did not want to be, um, a barber at like, uh, <laughs> one of those, like one of those, like, um, man's own places or any of those other places, you know, around us that, you know, just do like the one, nothing against it, just like the normal simple cuts, but, um, just the, the fades and stuff like in our, artistic way was like something that i i like doing because like seeing someone come in with like bad hair and then fixing it up for them was the best thing that i don't know it just like that's what makes you want to keep doing it and then uh just like a side thing i do that i'm pursuing just as much as barbering is making music and uh i've been doing that for a while so i think like all of us are into music kind of thing so that's like i don't know this kind of vibe here is like it's like a music with the barbering, I guess, like new, like street kind of way of barbering, not like the old school barbershops, classic stuff. So I think that's like kind of the new wave and more like a modern, yeah, modern look. And people are really liking that right now. So that's just what we've been going with. We're trying to expand this like crazy. And this is the, fir the first one, like in Barrie. So we're just trying to branch out, get our name out in all, all of Canada. And then hopefully we can even get to the state. So we'll see how it works. I uh, realistically never thought I'd be cutting hair, but I was out of a job for a while and Tina was always my barber. So I don't know. I always asked him every time I get my haircut, if he could teach me. And one day he kind of just said, yeah, like I'm trying to build a business a bit and just kind of went from there. Um, something I do on the side is I want to get into breeding and training dogs. So got a lot of fucking dogs in my house. So I should probably do something with them. I'm a dog. And uh, we'll see how that goes. So this question's for the three of you guys. Um, how important is it to have a mentor and how has your experience been with Tino? Oh, Tino's the man, you know, <laughs> he's a master barber for a reason. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't want anyone else to, I wouldn't want to learn from anyone else, you know, from Tino. So I mean, yeah, you know, he's a master barber. He taught us everything we know. And uh, yeah, I've, been, I've never, I thought about how I was going to be when I started cutting hair and you know, it's uh, it's good to have a teacher like Tino because uh, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's always uh, looking to get the best look out of people and achieve the best quality cuts. So um, yeah, I mean, he's a man. I hate Tino. <laughs> we just work with each other, but I hate the guy. Um, no, I think the biggest thing that like we see and no one else sees is that like Tino in the aspect, yeah, him being young and people don't like, take us seriously and that was like the biggest thing starting up that people you know thought we were fronting this and doing different stuff and it's just like all it was is like literally a kid with a dream that wanted to do it and he acts like we always make a joke he acts like a <clears throat> like an old man like he's always like <laughs> work go home and then that's it you know it's a shop and that's it and like but that's what's going to get us far and it's like he's dedicated more than people that have been businesses and that are like up to that part and it's like that's what I see. It's not just cut hair every day, do the same thing. We're always, always growing, always looking to do next stuff. And he's been the one to show us like, oh no, you do it fade this way or whatever. It's like, no, that's wrong. We need to fix it before you cut a next person kind of thing. So 
I don't know. I think we're always going to grow no matter what, because him being our mentor, like anywhere else, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust it. Right. So the work speaks for itself, like him, him cutting hair and us seeing that before like Campbell's and I, especially we'd get cuts and Delhi and we'd be like, yeah, he's a good barber or whatever. And we see him growing. And that's why he stuck with it. But like, once we learned how to cut hair, then we realized, okay, this guy's fucking good. Like he can, <laughs> yeah, he can fade hair, you know, like you never, you people don't it. see it, but yeah, like he's, he's good. Like, and for his age, he's like up there. So like, we're all kind of fighting together and working together to like all get to that point. So that's what we want to do. And after that, we'll see how it goes. To be honest with you, I don't think me and Tino got off to too good of a start at the beginning, but um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's where the discipline comes yeah, like pretty much. Right? Yeah. It's like a little, little brother thing, but I mean, somebody to do all this stuff at such a young age, like you kind of got to listen to somebody like that. Right. So. I mean, once I started really taking in what he was saying, I kind of started snapping on my haircuts. And then <laughs> that's kind of when uh, I started appreciating how good he, good he was at his art and all that stuff. So so for Tino, tell me um, just your background and experience in the barber industry and how you came to create Lavish Barber Studio. Fucking Italian. <laughs> when I like my experience in the barber industry, when I first started cutting hair, it was, it was completely like garbage. Like, oh, sure. Like, yeah, like I was, I had to lay down tiles in my basement. I would use a towel to like, as my barber cape and like, I would just go from there. And then I got a job working somewhere and I like, I fucked up a couple people's hair, like bad. I remember one time when I was learning how to use the straight blade, I took a decent chunk out of the guy's scalp. And like, yeah, I feel bad for that guy. So if he ever sees this video, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was, I had ups and downs, like at the beginning it was, it was pretty bad. And then as I was like progressing and learning more, it started to get a little bit better. It's with everything, like cutting hair is just staying consistent and trying to get better every single day. You can't slack and get lazy and take days off and not come in. You gotta be like, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be like the first one in the shop and the last one to leave. That's one thing Arky told me and it still sticks in my head this day because that's what got me here. Not being lazy and just staying with it. And how I created Lavish was, it actually was Lavish Blends at the beginning because I had this thing that I would tell my clients, like you, after my haircut, you're gonna leave the chair feeling like, uh, like royalty. So like I put Lavish and royalty together and I came up with that. Then I changed it to Barber Studio because I was like, okay, you know, I got my own place now, so I'll make it Barber Studio. The barbershop industry in Barrie, what do you think was missing in terms of um, barbershops here? And what makes Lavish stand out in comparison to other barbershops here? One thing I think was missing in Barrie was like a spot where the younger generation can come and get fresh and not everyone looked the same. That's one thing I noticed a lot here was every barber was kind of doing the same thing. Um, and it, every, every haircut from other places that I've seen, cause I've gone to a couple places before I opened up this, it's all about how many people you can get in that day. And the one thing that we do differently here is it's not how many people we can get in. It's the amount of like quality we put into each haircut. No one leaves our chair unless we're okay with that. Cause what I tell them is like, you're only as good as your last haircut. Kind of like what a uh, taxi said earlier, you know, with the, with the whole modern look of the shop. I mean, I feel like, uh, that was a big part of what the city was missing when it came to barbershops. Um, a lot of other barbershops have that old fashioned, more of a 
feel to it and uh i feel like with the people here in the city you know there's a lot of young people so they really uh, enjoy coming in here and just you know the vibe that we bring like the music and just the energy here so um and even like in the this end of the city i feel like there's not even a lot of barbershops in this end of the town so you know it was a good spot that we got and um yeah just that just that young generation that young generation feel so so uh, those young people you know no more no more old, old people no more, yeah show to the young people no more old people man <laughs> disrespect they were just born all of them are born <laughs> You walk in there and it's like that barber spinning sign in the front and yeah. it's like weird classical music or some stuff. I don't know, but it's like, doesn't like feel like an experience. You know, you go in, sometimes you don't even talk to the barber. They have no social skills, none of that. And it's like, you're just going there to get your haircut. But like, I don't know, when you make it an experience, people want to come back more. And it's not even about, it's good for the business, but it's also good for like how they leave feeling every day that they don't want to, they feel like they're cheating on their barber if they have a good experience kind of thing, right? So that's why we build like the clients and the booking and stuff for, to build like a client and like a family, like the lavish family that with the merch and everything, we have people repping that stuff. You don't really see that around in Barrie and like, I don't know, it's almost like an influence from the city that Tino brought here big time because like seeing that style and that like lavish lifestyle of the haircuts and how people like to look and present themselves that's yeah we had to bring that to Barry because like I don't know all my life going up in Barry was like going to barbershops and they were just I don't know just shit like they're just (laughs) like nothing but it was just I don't know not the cut I wanted you know cheap 15 minutes they don't care about you in and out so when I really realized barbering was good is like as Tino was coming up, but actually before Tino, when I was um, in England, I got a cut from a guy there and like the way he did it and cut hair and like the music going on and like the style of and how much like precision he took into my cut. I remember coming back to Canada here and everyone's like, what, like, where'd you get that kind of cut kind of thing? And it was just like the, I don't know, the difference there and even compared to here. And when we came back, it was like, holy shit, like, where can I find something like this? So I actually ended up driving before, you know, to Mississauga for haircuts every every two weeks kind of thing when I was playing soccer in the city. So it was, it was just annoying that I had to drive. So when Tino started, I could tell like the first bit I used to complain, I used to leave and be like, fuck, this guy messed my hair up. Like, what the, but like, I knew that like, that he wanted to do that. Like I knew that it was like, that was his goal, you know, and to do good. And when I seen his focus, that's when I started taking him seriously and like, watch, he's going to do better. And sure enough. not even not too long later, it's like, I had to wait to book in with Tino and I had to wait to find him to get a haircut. And, and we just kind of joined it. And now it's just been like, there's like three mini Tinos, you know, that are trying to come up now. <laughs> so, you know, more options for people that want cut. So anyone in Barrie that wants to cut, come to mini Tinos over here. <laughs> like, I mean, I've grown up in Barrie my whole life and I've never found something special that's like really stuck, stuck out to me as like a barbershop. Um, never really returned anywhere. And I think, I don't even think it's really about just like young people. I think a lot of the older guys that like even I cut especially appreciate like having attention to details of their cuts that they're mostly just used to like a two on the sides and like the barber doesn't really suggest any new things or anything like that. Right. So it's like, it's just nice for them to kind of have a place where they can go and kind of like as bad as it is to say, kind of like maybe feel young again, you know? So just like the vibe and attention to detail is a really big part. When you guys are cutting hair, what are some things that you consider when doing it? So I know that kind of goes with 
um, how Tino's trained you. So say someone comes in, they're like, I need a haircut. What are the things that you guys are looking at? Like, I'm guessing, cause obviously I don't have the experience, like the shape of their head, the, the style of uh, what they're, the curl of their hair and stuff. What are some things that you guys look at? So, I mean, whenever someone comes in the chair, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. So first off, like you got to do a proper consult. You have to understand what the person wants and what he's expecting. Most of the time, what the person wants, you can't always give him. So you got to let them know that. Um, their head shape plays a big part in it. Someone comes in with a square head and they want, you know, like a number five or something. You got to let them know, like, if you're going to do that, it's not going to look good. You want to have something tight to his head so it doesn't make his head look huge. So there's a bunch of things that come into part. Pretty much, uh, yeah, what Tino said, I mean, you always want to make sure that they know what they want, of course, uh, before, uh, before anything gets done, uh, what kind of look they're trying to achieve. Um, you always want to look at their head shape and make sure that the, whatever look they're trying to achieve, you know, fits, you know, fits to their head shape. And, um, yeah, I mean, I really know. Yeah. Like copy and paste. Yeah. Copy and paste. (laughs) If they show me a picture, you know, I'll try to copy and paste it, but you know, some looks like Tino said, like some looks, you know, are always, uh, always don't work. And, uh, you know, it's always about just finding out what looks the best on them and what they're happy with and making sure they leave happy. Yeah. And making sure they leave happy because you know, that's what we do here. We always want to make sure they leave happy. They always make a joke with me that I'm always like persuading people to do bald face. I don't even need a consultation. If someone comes in and they want to fade, I'll tell them anything I can to get, get them that bald fade just because it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that clean look, but it's like, I'm not forceful about it. It's like I offered, I show them pictures because it's like, I enjoy doing that cut on people. And maybe he'll enjoy it. But if they don't, you know, then I, I don't force yeah, it. You know, it's know it. it's simple. So, but a lot of those skin fades, like a skin fade on anyone will look good. And it's just, that's a style. Just like how anyone does it. Mostly the the part where I really look at is like kind of the top of the hair. Like where does it go? How does it, do they have a cowlick? Do they have certain things that are going to like, I don't know, alter the haircut and how it's supposed to look in the end result. And like certain things like that. I just, I don't know. The biggest thing I'm, I talk so much during my cuts. Like sometimes I'm late cause I talk to them so much, but it's like, oh. it's building that, like, I don't know that camaraderie with those guys where they like, okay, I can come back to him and have a good conversation. So sometimes it's like at the end of the day, the haircuts good, like they want it or perfect how they want it. But it's also like, damn, I just had a great conversation. And like, they always have that saying about like us barbers know secrets about everyone's lives. So it's like they come out here and they spill out their whole lives to us. So that's like the best part about doing it. The haircut is 60%. The rest is the experience. Not even 60%. The haircut's like 30%. The rest is experience. How is the dynamic between all of you guys? Like how do you guys work together? I know you guys have your own stations. Um, so tell me a little bit about the dynamic and tell me about the kind of music that you guys like playing. Uh, the dynamic is pretty good. Um, I try and make sure these guys are on top of cleaning all the time and this stuff is, you know, everything is running smoothly in the shop. It's kind of rough at the beginning because they wouldn't like to clean or do anything. Only Rydell, Rydell station, spotless at the end of every single night. He gets on his hands and knees, he scrubs the floors with a toothbrush. <laughs> but um, the music we listen to, is it's really good. It's Spanish music. It's on repeat. Um, what do you guys, each of you, what do you guys think about the genre? Yeah, I thought it was a sick playlist, but... 
it's vulgar. Yeah, I like Spanish because a lot of people, they can't understand it, including myself. And who knows what they're saying? It could be bad, but it doesn't sound like it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the dynamics. Yeah. Uh, the dynamics good. I mean, uh, we're all buddies from high school. So, I mean, makes it a little easier to buy heads with them. So when there's problems, you know, I won't be shy to say it. Because you know these, two, but in the end of the day, we all get along, so it's all good. Tell them about sharing a station with Campos. Yeah, and uh, yeah, before the shop, I mean, we were in the garage studio, and I had to share a share a station with this guy. So I mean, I, at the at that point, I only had like maybe like two things: a brush and like a trimmer, and he still managed to make it a fucking mess somehow. <laughs> so, um, and he loved uh, taking my water bottles and throwing them around and whatever, whatnot. But uh, yeah, and f- uh, for music, I mean, Tino likes to have a playlist of like three songs that play throughout the whole 10 hours of the day. And, uh, you know, yeah, and it's all a little mix of Spanish music and, you know, that new genre of hip hop and, you know, whatever people like. We, we all like to, you know, if we have a certain customer coming in and, you know, we we know they like a certain music, you know, sometimes we'll play like, you know, we'll play that genre of music when they come in just so they know that. You know they feel appreciated and I, I don't know we all of us get together or get along like really well actually just because like we kind of we all went to school together and we all we all had like our whole friend group and barry has been like tight ever since no one's we've never like kind of cut off each other we're still tight so that's good but that was kind of a scary part when i was going into it thinking like maybe you know since we're friends business might not mix well whatever but we kind of know that difference between business is business here and friends is friends after work kind of thing so we get on each other's case obviously once in a while kind of thing but it it's never blown over and you know got serious and we joke around all day and that's the best part that we can come to work and it doesn't feel like work like it's just simple right we we cut hair we enjoy our time with each other and like that's it but I've been telling Tino from the start, we need to change the goddamn music. And every time I have my my time to change it, we're putting on Pop Smoke, King Von, Lil Dirk, all those guys. Because like that's like that, like this view, this vision of like our shop and how we are like streetwise kind of stuff. Like we got to match it with the music, I think, too. And it's like some people don't won't like it or parents will bring their kids in. And like, obviously, that that's not their choice when they go home or in their car with their kids or whatever. But when they come here, this is like our home. So, you know, they're coming kind of to us obviously there's clean versions like there's stuff like that but it's like i feel like if we get more into that classical calm music it's going to take away from like who we actually are as a person you know so that's why i think it's super like music even in the barbershop i think is like a huge huge thing in it and i think it's really important to show like you walk in and you see us like okay we listen to rap but you go to a 80 year old barber or 60 year old barber you know he's listening to classical you know what type of guy he is right so it's a, that's a big difference. So we, we do play a lot of rap, but Tino tends to see a mom coming with a kid and he's like, his ass is at the counter, just switching it to Play, class. Playing Mia. Weird, uh, yeah, like, so we're gonna fix that. But no, we, we play a lot of rap and stuff. That's that's like the main thing. It's just, that's just our vibe. When I catch like a, somebody older come in or something, I can feel the vibe. Like sometimes the John Coltrane, the jazz comes on, I can't lie, but um, it's just, it's, it's with me, it's either like hard drill or it's like, or it's like jazz music, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it is. And I mean, like, I'll comfortable exactly. Like, I had a guy come in the other day, and like, I just kind of felt the vibe, and I put on like some old David Bowie, and he like loved it, like he went crazy. It makes the experience better for them, and the dynamic dynamic between us, it it kind of works. I mean, taxi kind of pisses me off sometimes, but 
like we grew up together and shit. So like I can kind of like let that happen and whatever they say to me, I like I have to take it into consideration. Yeah, exactly. I have to take it into consideration because like uh, yeah, a little bit, but um. I take it into consideration because, like, I know it kind of comes from a place of love and everybody just wants each other to get better, right? So it's not like we're trying to be better than one another. We actually want each other to succeed, so. So just go around and tell me uh, who cuts your hair and why. Sorry, guys. I'm going to expose you on live TV. Um, Arky cuts my hair. The reason why he still cuts my hair to this day is because every time I go there, I learn something new. Even though I'm, I have the knowledge I have now, you, it's never too late to stop learning. Like, you're always learning. And when I go there, it's it's fun too. Like we just catch up on things because I don't see him often because he lives in Mississauga. So I'll go there and we'll just catch up on things. Also, yeah, he'll tag him in this. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, like we also got something cooking up too. We have the product line coming soon. So that's going to be good. That's what our haircuts lead up to. I get there for a haircut and then I'm there for like the rest of the day just doing other stuff. So it's good yeah tino cuts my hair always well you know he was the man then he's the man now so master barber you know, i'm never gonna switch up man never gonna switch up <clears throat> tino cuts my hair most of the time but uh we switch it up sometimes like if we want to go out and look nice nice for some tino's the guy to cut our hair because he's like you know the boss man he makes us look sick but like i trust any of them to cut my hair kind of thing and before i never did because like when they were learning and i was learning i was i'm picky with my hair right so i I wouldn't, but like now all of us cut each other's hair kind of thing. It's just like, if we, if we want, like Tino goes to Arky for the, the experience and we'll join along and we learn stuff from him. Friedel wants a quick cut. I'll cut him. Campos will cut him. So it's just kind of all of us will cut each other because we trust each other with our hair. And it's more like, it's weird when we're cutting clients, we, we take our time and do it. And even when like we sit in each other's chair, it's like a competition, like who can do a sick, the sickest cut. So we're always giving each other like sick cuts. Other than him, he doesn't have hair. I can't lie, Tino, Tino's been cutting my hair. He does a sick job. And uh, same thing as Taxi said, I trust anybody with my hair here because I see how they work and like I know what I'm going to get. Taxi only gives skin fade, so when I want a skin fade, I get a skin fade. And Tino's the man to go to, though. He puts the work in, he puts the attention to detail, and he'll give you those crispy enhancements, too. What What do you find your, your best skill in the barber shop is? I mean, it could be a certain style you do, your customer service. What do you think your, your strong suit is? Um, my strong suit would be just giving everyone that fuego. Mm -hmm. I give everyone that fuego. Everyone that fuego. Um, yeah, like... Everyone that comes in here, I just got to give them the best haircut. I'm good. I'm good with everything, really. I'm like, I learned everything. I went to school. I learned how to do scissor cuts, women's hair. I hate doing women's hair. I'll never do women's hair in my life, but I can do everything, really. Now I'm just trying to show them all that stuff because it's good to know that stuff. Um, I like doing skin fades, though, but low skin fades. I don't like doing high skin fades, super low skin fades. And like the enhancements, I like doing enhancements and making shit like really crispy. Yeah, I mean, skin fades are just where it's at now, man. That's just like the, it's just that new luck everyone goes for nowadays. Um, that's definitely one of my favorite things to do. Um, um, I wouldn't say I have a strong suit in anything specifically because we're all still learning and, uh, you know, we're never satisfied. So we're always going to uh yeah uh, yeah maybe maybe i don't talk enough sometimes and i don't 
you know, sometimes it's hard to relate with some people and everyone's different, you know, so everyone, it's hard to, you know, with the, with, with the 45 minutes to an hour we have with them, with the clients, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to figure out what kind of person they are. So some conversations, you know, take a little to get used to and, you know, it's all about just figuring out what kind of person they are when they sit in the chair and then, you know, everyone's different, you know, you'll get your grumpy people that come in, you know, they're just, you know, they try to ruin the mood, but that's just not how we do it here. You know, we always try to make sure that the positive, you know, it's always positive vibes and, uh, yeah. And, you know, if we have to kill them with kindness, we will, but you know, it's, a uh, yeah. Customer service is good though. Everyone usually is happy with us. So, but skin fades are where it's at. Skin fade master. Um, yeah, I love giving skin fades, but, uh, I don't know. I just like, uh, I don't know. I like obviously doing those type of fades and doing like, I once in a while, the, the cuts that come in, you know, a couple of times a day kind of thing where you do just a simple number two, whatever, it's kind of relaxing. You got a busy day. You have like, okay, this is like my chill time to just cut. This is the easy cut still make it look nice, but it's not that, you know, crazy attention like you have with the skin fade. So it's kind of relaxing the bit of both. But, uh, if I, you did no skin fades yeah i won't work here i, I need to, i need to do them so i don't know i'm into that and now like yeah i want to start learning right doing the enhancements and um uh, what i like one thing i really like doing too is like even with the top of the hair if like i can do tino's taught the texture and stuff like that and add that little like it's something so simple but like that flair where someone has like straight hair like mine and tino will texture it and like I'll show someone like, oh, I'll do some texture in your hair. And they're like, never heard of that, you know, and they do it and they walk out happy. So it's just like all of that in one is like what I like doing. But honestly, most of the parts, the obviously skin fades and it's talking to, to people and like learning about people, especially a lot of the people I click with. It's like every time I look at my schedule and I know they're coming in, it's like, OK, it's going to be a good conversation. So I love I just love talking to people and like finding out about their lives and what they do and stuff. So. That's just like the main thing, the conversation that I, I always love having with people. So when it comes to cutting hair, I mean, I can do a pretty nasty taper, but uh, anything with kind of evol uh, involving scissors is pretty cool because it's like, it's more like intricate and you actually have to put in a lot more attention to detail. And I mean, I, I'd probably get into cutting women's hair one day if I like, if I had the opportunity just to kind of see how it goes. But I think a lot of scissor work is like pretty cool. And that's kind of like something I want to learn more about and practice more. So this one's for Tino. How do you, um, actually, how do you envision this company in about three to five years? Oh. Yeah, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to blow this shit up. <laughs> um, three to five. Uh, yeah. So for the three to five years, like maybe even sooner, who's, who knows? I don't want to jinx anything, but, um, we're going to be like, yeah, knock on wood. We're going to be everywhere, basically. Like, our goal is to start moving down towards the city, going down to different cities, like, um, for example, like Bradford, Newmarket. Um, I'm not really thinking up north yet, but who knows that there's never not a possibility for that. Um, eventually, I want to own a shop maybe in like Miami, Yorkville, something like that. And I really want it to become a brand known for like the community community that we built especially here like people if you go out and you'll see someone wearing a lavish hoodie and they're proud to wear it because of like the close relationships we built with everyone it's not about just a barbershop anymore it's 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 beyond that now um yeah like just gonna be everywhere 
but I'm not looking to franchise it. Like the people here sitting with me today are the people that are going to be having those shops, not just some random person. And eventually we're going to do an academy that's going to be coming soon. Um, we're going to use that to kind of expand. Who inspires you not to just cut hair, just in general? A couple of people who inspire me, my parents, they're super hard workers. They own a restaurant up the street, the Italian eatery. Go check them out. Go check them out. <laughs> you got to check them out. The veal sandwich, it's good. It's good. Uh, who else inspires me? Arky, of course, because without him, I wouldn't know half the stuff I know. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. You know? Actually, no, my girl inspires me too. I can't forget about her. You got to remember that. <laughs> um... Yeah, you know, these guys inspire me. These guys inspire me. These guys are always pushing me and, you know, we all push each other. And, um, you know, as corny as it is, it's my family, man. I do everything for them. And, uh, you know, I want everything. I want them to have everything. So I want to keep pushing, make sure I can give them everything. You know, I want them to have it all. So I'm just going to keep building, keep learning and uh, just try to get as good as I can, become the best, do it for them. Do it for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, my inspiration on like a barber standpoint, obviously Tino, because he's the one that brought me up from this shit. And like, once I get there, I'm going to fuck him up and then I'm going to keep going like higher, you know? So I'm just going to take it and run with it, you know? So I'm going to have to open lavish and change like one word so people know this one's mine. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, but Tino definitely. And then, like, on like a worldwide standpoint with like motivational with barbering and just stuff in the world is, yeah, Vic, Vic Blends. Blend, man. I was just gonna say Shout that. out Vic Blends, man. That guy's like. He doesn't know who you are. But that's like, I don't care. He, he will know who I am. And that's the thing. Like, he's like, the reason I say he inspires like me and should for all of us mostly is like, He'd, he'd be the type of guy that we'd seen but like yo we cut hair at lavish to come here like he like would suit art and he's our age and he's so successful with what he does and he's such a good like teacher like it's not even he's a great barber but he can teach and that's what inspires me and uh it honestly obviously yeah like before this it was like i never thought i'd be doing barbering shit and like didn't have my head straight honestly so doing some dumb shit you know being younger and stupid so my girl helped me with that 100 and that's what like had my head straight to do this so shout out my girl too and um in the end in the end in the end you don't have a girl but you have dogs you're gonna shut them up but anyways shut up, um, on me. the biggest inspiration yeah like my family too i want to do this for them and they they've always supported me through everything i've ever done no matter what i want they've always supported me and the biggest one that was these guys these three right here these are the ones that like inspire me to go to work every day if i don't work with them three i, I would not work here i wouldn't cut hair i don't think like i just i like working with like the guys that i did it with so that's it uh, Tino the Barber, period. <laughs> Draco. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just wrap this up. I want to say thank you guys for having me here. Um, if you just want to let me know your social media, where people can find you, your name, um, and just plug yourself. Okay, so you can find me at Tino with two O's underscore the Barber or just Lavish Barber Studio. Um, what was I saying again? <laughs> <laughs> Where people can find you, put yourself. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, we got TikTok too for Lavish Barber Studio. Can't post. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a TikTok. Hopefully soon we got a YouTube channel coming. Product line, clothing line, everything. Everything is here. This is a one-stop shop to get fresh. Oh yeah, that's important. Um, we're located at 237 Maple View Drive East. Unit nine. Unit nine. You won't miss it. We got a sign that blows up the street. You won't miss it. That's uh, my name is Rydell on Instagram. Deli do cuts. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we have a TikTok, I guess. Lavish Barber Studio. Yes. We should. Well, we got to post more on it. We got to post more. But um, yeah, I'm ho I'm hoping to do like more videos in the future. I want to I want to possibly, like you said, maybe start a YouTube channel and uh, kind of expand from there and. Uh, you know put myself put myself out there more and just let people know that you know we're here and uh i'm ready to make an impact yeah we're we're doing everything we got the TikTok. we got the we're gonna do the vlogs the youtube um and then my my instagram is taxi fades t-a-x-i-i -I fades um with a z at the end and that's where you can find me see all our work um on all of our instagrams and see how how we run the shop kind of thing but yeah we doing the merch, we doing TikTok, we're doing everything. This is like not even it's the barbershop, whatever, but we want people like almost like repping it like this is like, I don't know, the new wave kind of thing, right? Like even you see like shout out Nelk Boys, you see those guys, they do like their YouTube, but now like their merch is like one of the number one um, merch sellers in the world right now. And it's like they just do YouTube, but they it's like a fan base that's about everything now, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. It's not just like Oh, I'm going to go get a haircut there. It's like, no, lavish is like the sixth spot, you know, and like it's worldwide. That's what we're trying to get to. So 